0: Brock Lesnar could be coming back to WWE and Triple H is teasing some big plans for after WrestleMania. Find out more by searching Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
1: As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns, but a deep voice doesn't sell B2B.
0: To the rock show, come on! To the people's show,
2: come on! To the premier show, SmackDown! It's the 26th of February in the year of our Lord 2002.
0: The Royal Variety Performance of 2002.
2: Monsters and Enrique Iglesias, actually the best tag team since Spike Dudley and Taz the because they're still mm. number one in the films and the music and you get it. No, no, no. Uh, Channel 5 has secured the rights to show the UK TV premiere of Steven Spielberg's World War Two epic Saving Private Ryan. Saving a deal. They also get Fatal attraction, the general's daughter, and an officer and a gentleman. I always like it, you know when a film's done good when they arrive as a package deal with something else.
0: Yeah, like a box set. Mm. She was only the general's daughter, but she knew what Reggie meant.
2: Oh, that's good. Thank you. Oh, you know the the old thing from Viz, which is, oh, she was she was only the fisherman's daughter, but she lay in the slab and yelled, fill it. <laughs> Delightful Uh, Sir Alex Ferguson I almost called him Just Alex then Because I'm his mate obviously Changes his (laughs) mind About retiring as Man United manager At the end of the season And signs a new contract Which will keep at the club For at least another Three seasons Very
0: Wolf of Wall Street I'm not leaving Mm. I'm
2: not leaving Yeah I worked out okay For them in the end Didn't it you boss (laughs) And (laughs) in Emmerdale Zach sneaks out at night Determined to find proof About his dad's death What? Like I heard about your sure father, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it, <laughs> Tristan. <laughs> Tristan Tage. That's wrong there. And I'm reminded that the big game this week, as a grim reminder that Matthew is sometimes wrong, is NBA 2K2.
1: Yeah!
0: What are
2: you on about, Matthew? Of course, it's an annual franchise. Why would you make such a mistake about video games? However, it's not EA, it's Sega Sports slash ESPN. So it would be confusingly named 2K1, 2K2, 2K3, which I guess is technically correct. But I put, hey, more, what? what? hey, Sega, less Alan Iverson, more Sonic. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair shout. Okay. That's a fair shout. Sagan wrestling. Uh, <laughs> tish and Piffle, right? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you are listening once again told to Dulls and Tones of myself, Matthew, and his good mate Tom. It's the Call of Classic Smackdown review. Tom, how the hell are you doing?
0: Bloody love Tish and Piffle on the Mega Drive, but I just wish they made another Sonic game. I'm good, thank you, Matthew. <laughs> I'm all good this week. What's been happening this week? I, okay, so I've been playing, uh, finally been playing Sonic Superstars, mm. talking of Sonic games.
2: Sonic superstars which
0: is the new one that Sega released about a month ago
2: Oh It's a... okay Oh that one. Oh, It's okay It looked like an okay Sonic game. It's it's it
0: improves on what Sonic 4 was dramatically God what a compliment But it's just okay it's fine I had I had fun playing it It was alright Did a thing.
2: People who don't know saying (laughs) something better is better than Sonic Four is like saying a wrestling match is better than Hogan Warrior (laughs) Two. It isn't the greatest of compliments, but it's a compliment nonetheless.
0: How are you, Maff?
2: I'd Rather shove bees at me arse than play Sonic 4, but you're right, yes, there are worse things. I'm the ink grand, lots of life changes, uh, for the better, happening soon. Oh, what an enigmatic Move. reply! It's a ghost, Move. I try to sound like mystic man. She's dead, <laughs> she was Zach Dingle's dad. Oh, god bless her, god bless her.
0: Now that's, that's nice. Uh, there's, there's lots of nice things happening as we, as, we, as we dramatically tumble towards Christmas. It's that bit now where we're just in a free fall till the end of the year and everything just, just falls in and falls and falls and falls. Uh, it's full gear tonight. Come watch it with myself and Fraser Porter. The penultimate AEW show of the year because they decided to put a show on New
2: Year's Eve, you bastards! Fucking live it! <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're booking things as a reason to not have a crowd. <laughs> you
1: why did, did this draw
2: badly oh it's New Year's Eve people are getting fucked <laughs> oh
0: what's happened ah well somebody lost the key to the front door of the building so no one's come in yeah. the millennium virus <laughs>
2: <laughs> broke why? all
0: the computers Y2K broke all the computers and nothing can happen oh no <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that that's funny thank you Okay, your uh, house is funny Tom, reading about the wrestling news. That is really funny. That's what I'm going to do right now. Uh, Mate, I know how much you love when we talk about uh, World Wrestling All-Stars and the XWF. Yay! I present to you a rundown uh, of this week's WWE pay-per-view event, Revolution. I've seen this. So you know what the crack is here. Yes. So, WWA, if you haven't been paying attention, uh, has been a promotion born from the rubble that was the Monday Night War, uh, where they've just sort of tried to click together a promotion with bits of burnt-out metal and, and, and body parts left over from the eruption. And, uh, and this is what we're trying to get. We're trying to get a new third promo- a new second promotion, and uh, it's not happening. Uh, the Observer says, WWA, the revolution, was a sad night. <laughs> Because it was the latest public affirmation that nobody is going to be challenging the WWF anytime soon. The show is a big improvement over the Australia show. But nowhere near it needs to be as far as an organization. Now, Eric Bischoff was backstage. He's back. Him and Ernest Miller were just backstage, just dicking about. Sparring. I and- <laughs> Having a little... Far more interesting was happening in the ring. He was laughing off any questions and allegations that he might be going to the WWF, but saying, never say never. Oh, basically. Uh, the show itself... Bless you! Gonna- Bless you. Sorry, I'm allergic to Eric Bischoff's bullshit. Um, the show... <laughs> It's Drew, uh, just under 3,000 fans, very papered at the Aladdin Hotel in Las Vegas. There were people outside the venue, as the show was getting underway, handing out tickets, going, please come into the Aladdin Theatre and watch the rest. At the start of the show, the building looked like fucking... When Five Star ran the Newcastle Arena. Uh, And then they decided uh, during the first match to get everybody who was sat quite high up to come closer to the ring so they could take nice, tighter shots of a full looking crowd, uh, which looked far better on TV by then. Uh, There was commentary on the night uh, from uh, Jeremy Borash and Disco Inferno and Mark Madden. Madden, And it was over the loudspeakers. I just find... And I think that we talked about this on the podcast, the concept of commentary over the loudspeakers. Mm. I find it obnoxious. I just... I I find it obnoxious to do... I I kind of find it difficult when I'm doing commentary, and I've done commentary in some venues which haven't drawn well, and uh, the wrestlers can hear the commentary, and they react to it. I'm like, shut up. This is over the top of, not
2: not included. That happened when... um... UFC, during the uh, pandemic, they had Snoop Dogg do, like Snoop Dogg's thoughts at ringside oh, and whatever. No. And Snoop Dogg's size balls just talking shite. And the fighters are going, what? no, <laughs> like, that's all right. It's an optional extra. I can just hear him. Yeah. Snoop Dogg's shitting on me. I <laughs> don't, don't want to hear that. It's like, yeah, I can see how that'd be... Never mind for the fans, how incredibly off-putting it would be for the wrestlers.
0: Yeah, it's obnoxious. At the best. Like, if you're going to do... Com- if you insist on being a promotion that does commentary over the loudspeakers,
2: right, do
0: very minimal commentary.
2: Like, keep it dead simple. You don't need to keep on saying it's obnoxious. Mark Madden is commentating. There we is that. We already know this, Tom. There is, is that. is green. But I think
0: even the best commentators over a loudspeaker would be obnoxious. Even the best in the world would be. Like, I keep it to, like, five or six words that like... A, every a 10 minute match. <laughs> Keep it dead simple. Getting anyway. Good. <laughs> um, the opening match saw Nova win an Elimination Cruiserweight match over Christopher Daniels, Low Tony Marmeluke, Shark Boy, and AJ Styles. Like, his fucking styles in the opening Take of his... Luke's
2: nose got bust open, right? It did indeed, yeah. yeah.
0: But that wasn't even the funniest part of the match. Oh. Uh, because the um, the commentators were mic also the mic, the referee's mic was being picked up as well. Uh, and after Boy oh, got eliminated, oh, everyone in the building could hear the referee saying, okay, AJ, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Wrestling. But how does... I presume there must have just been... I, I can only assume that the ref was talking loudly and maybe had something on so he could communicate with backstage. Oh, oh right, he's
2: wired up. Right? That yeah. may okay, have been yeah, yeah. picked
0: up that right. way over the speakers. That can oh be... God. Yeah, so I think they sorted that out dead quick. All the refs stopped talking. <laughs> Bret Hart came out for a chat next. Yay. Looking like yeah, yeah, yeah. Bret Hart. You know, jean shorts, yeah. leather jacket. Oh, no. Just, like, homeless Bret Hart look at his finest. Uh, he just talked, says the Wrestling Observer. Yeah. He said WWE was a small no moonsaults from Brett tonight. <laughs> I was here for the Brett Moonsaults. He talked about how WWA was a small organization and there ah. weren't many of them left. Um, he mentioned that Randy Savage, who was meant to be in the main event, is not here tonight.
2: They sent Brett to do that?
0: Yeah. Uh, bless him. And uh, and it was not only was it Brett's job to announce that Randy Savage wasn't there, it was Brett's job to announce that Brian Christopher was the oh, replacement. God, that's right. But don't worry, Brett pulled it round by talking about how America got
2: Osama bin Laden. <laughs> I'm not even lying. How
0: yep. so he ended it, going, yeah, it's I all right.
2: Oh, this they this got bin like Laden. A, this is like someone saying, Well, we recorded you, your bad dream you had 20 years ago, and here's the transcription.
0: I do like that Brett Hart has been paid by WWA just to go, just go out there and just chat about whatever.
2: So Randy Savage couldn't make it here tonight. But don't worry, folks. Someone else is gonna pre- challenge Jeff Jarrett for the WWE. The world heavyweight... <laughs> the title. The title. <laughs> Osama bin Laden. <laughs> I think that would have got a better reaction. Yay!
0: Laden, Laden.
2: <laughs> People are like, oh, we don't like... La-. Wait, he's wrestling Jarrett. You know what? <laughs> oh. It's not that bad. That's it. That's thing. Jeff you Jeff- all come out here and cheer, Bin Laden. <laughs> Shut up, Osama bin Slapnuts. <laughs> That's what they needed to do, Jeff Jarrett. Have him join Al Qaeda. That would have fucking ended the organization in <laughs> a month.
0: He's just trying to join every faction going, isn't he, Jeff? God love him. Love you, Jeff, my mate. Jeff. Uh, Alan Funk beats Reno. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what a way to to, to follow up a Bret Hart. Talk about catching Bin Laden. Um, yeah, he Alan Funk came out as the Funker. That's true. Right. He was doing the Hulkster routine that Mark Madden just shat on on commentary over the live <laughs> mic.
2: Did he? Yeah. No. Okay. All right. Madden gets one. <laughs>
0: Uh, Chronic beat the Navajo Warrior and the Ghost Walker in about five minutes in a very shit match.
2: I thought those were really cool names. I saw them. It's just, oh, just Native Americans, basically. Yeah. Uh,
0: forget the Nitro Girls, Math. We've got
2: the Starettes.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, the, the and No, they're called Opal Fruits. David. <laughs> <laughs> I love a dance troupe called the Opal Fruits in suits um, Dave Meltzer the Observer describes them as low rent nitro girls from one of the local strip clubs that were so bad that, that Mark Madden joked that Kimberly Page spent 15 seconds choreographing their routine <laughs> Madden couldn't give a
2: single fuck tonight. <laughs> okay.
0: okay. This, might be,
2: this might be his WrestleMania X7 at this point. Because <laughs> he gets one line I still remember this day. I'll bring it up if he gets brought up on commentary. Oh.
0: It always throws me off when I see Mark Madden on Twitter because he's got the Liverpool crest as his profile oh. picture. I'm like, is that the right Mark Madden? Oh, it is the right Mark Madden. He's a Liverpool fan. Okay, fair enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Puppet the Psycho Dwarf beats Tio the Midget from Chicago in a hardcore match. However, they were there basically to be lobbed around by Scott Steiner. Uh, He gave Puppet a belly-to-belly suplex uh, and put Tio over his head and threw him into the crowd. At one point, uh, he throws it to a very special guest in the crowd, Hiroyoshi Tenzan. Yeah. Who is there... A, a Japanese wrestling legend. He's there all night. Not a single fucker acknowledges he's there. <laughs> like, what's the point?
2: He took some photos because they showed up in Power Slam, and it's like, okay, does this go anywhere? <laughs> I think maybe, maybe um, Tenzin and to wrestled the Stein brothers, like in New Japan. Later on, but yeah, not, he's there. If you're looking and know who he is, you're like, yeah, he's quite clearly there. And the fact that Steiner's then like, hey, yeah, there's somebody to ringside
0: it. tonight who I think I should have a fight with. Everyone goes, oh, Tenzan, Disco Inferno.
2: <laughs> Because earlier in the night... The dis- funkster, I've always hated
0: you. <laughs> disco Inferno earlier in the night threw down an open challenge to anybody who wanted to fight. So Scott Steiner comes out and goes, I'm accepting your open challenge. To which Disco goes, oh no, it's not on anymore, cancelled. Either way, Steiner then batters Disco in about two minutes. Uh, beats him with a belly to belly off the ropes. Um, Dave Meltzer says, luckily for Scott, probably nobody from the WWF was watching because this performance didn't answer any questions.
2: Yeah, he's still dealing with uh, the trop- drop foot. Yes, Drop, he is. How oh, the fuck are we saying?
0: it? He dropped disco by the looks of he it.
2: dropped disco on his foot.
0: We're five matches into the card and people are starting to leave. <laughs> They're just like, fuck this.
2: Oh, I can confirm. Uh, later on this year, they would have Team 2000, Tenzin and Shono, defeat the Steiner brothers. <laughs> that was it. So, Was so that, that even televised? <laughs> I bet it wasn't. It's,
0: it's such it a good match. So good. I bet it wasn't
2: televised. It's got star ratings, yeah, it must have been. All right, yeah. Okay.
0: Aha! Uh, Eddie Guerrero turns up. He wins the WWA International Cruiserweight title in a three-way over Psychosis and Juventud Guerrero. Uh, Dave in The Observer rightly says, if, if Savage can't make it, why not have done Jeff Jarrett versus Eddie Guerrero in the main event, as opposed to Brian Christopher?
2: No, silly, because the Brett did the whole thing about the second-generation wrestlers leading the thing in the business. And, of course, the Guerrero family is not well known. <laughs> yeah, the unknown Guerrero
0: family. Uh, as Guerrero then does a heel interview, he talks about talking about his personal issues. <laughs>
2: like, I've, I've come back from drug addiction. You bastards. Like, how would you make that heel? But don't worry. I must have been on drugs accept the booking for the WWA
0: <laughs> at the Aladdin Theatre. That would do it, actually. Do you know who interrupts his tirade about his personal issues? Jafar. Close. Jerry Lynn. <laughs> Two days before Jerry Lynn had left the WWF. He's gone, by the way. Uh, released from his WWF deal. Oh. And here he is in WWA. No more Jerry Lynn in WWF. Oh. Uh, Jerry Lynn was suited up and ran down Eddie Guerrero, I think verbally rather than with a car. But at this point, I would have been shocked. Guerrero then punches Jerry Lynn in the face <laughs> and, uh, and they end up into a brawl that ends with Guerrero shoulder-breaking Jerry Lynn in the ring and then suplexing him on the floor. This was the best action on the entire show. Nice. Nice. Devin Storm beats Sabu after 20 fucking minutes. Yes. What, this match seems to ring true to you.
2: They had a, they had a few matches, yeah.
0: Um, and Devon Storm won. He did. Wow. Uh, it ends with a clumsy chair shot uh, from Sa- <laughs> from Bill Alfonso. Storm then pinning him with a rolling reverse cradle. After the match, Sabu threw a chair at Storm and then beat him with some other chairs. Alfonso then held Storm down, and as you and you can imagine how beaten up Storm must have been for Fonzie to keep him motionless. <laughs> <laughs> Sabu then came off a scaffolding where the big screen was about eight feet high went through a table on Storm. <laughs> Two and quarter stars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, only grabs all that action is very nonchalantly gives it a low review.
0: <laughs> I love him when he does that. Larry Zabisco comes out. you remember this bit? No. So Larry Zabisco comes out unannounced. Uh, I think this was cut out from um,
2: the commercial releases. Ah, uh, go on. He kicks, I've heard about this. Actually. He
0: kicks off at the WWF, mainly yes. Chris Jericho and yes. Vince McMahon. Chris Jericho for stealing his ring name. Uh, he talks about his reason for his hatred of Vince McMahon, and then never once gives any indication of what it was. He then challenges Vince McMahon to a match on neutral grounds, where which he said would be the WWA ring. <laughs> The company I work for currently is the neutral ground. Fuck off. In 2002, Larry Zabisco's going, Hey, Vince, come and have a fight in the WWE. As if Vince, for even a
2: fleeting second, would consider it fucking carny shite. Yeah, for people who don't know, Larry was not um, annoyed that. The WWE was sorry, F was using the term the living legend for Jericho. And I think you try to put it in a t shirt and biscuit went, No, that's my name. That's my nickname that I stole from Bruno.
0: <laughs> I stole that. You can't yeah. steal that. Rick Steiner and Ernest Miller beat Lenny and Lodi in less than a minute. Uh, I believe that the show was overrunning, so they had to just quickly get this one fucking done. Thanks, Larry. Nothing done. Cheers, Larry. The cat
2: and the dog face grumbling. There's some. Yeah, the cat and the dog. Could no, I no, have no, had okay. some fun
0: with that? Versus the gaze. The gaze. <laughs> The never-ending struggle. <laughs> the the, <laughs> the duality of man. Uh, main event comes, and it's Jeff Jarrett beating Brian Christopher to retain his WWE, t- WWE title in 13 minutes. Uh, crowd not into this. Reasonably into the, by the end, but really, nah, this wasn't the main event of the show, and that's WWA revolution. Whoa, what a shame. We're all involved. But it happens. Sounds revolting. It does sound like, it, yeah, less of a revolution, but certainly revolting. Well done, lads. 10 on 10 from us. Uh, WWFE's third quarter investment conference took place this week as well. Uh, whilst Mania has uh, made big strides, they've sold 58,000 tickets for the Skydome, uh, breaking an all-time record uh, set for the previous Mania at the Astrodome. So that's all good. But revenue is down year on year. Uh, the question and answer segment is usually the most interesting part. Uh, now, there's a couple of questions that come through this, which suggests, which asks more about the, the, the investors on the court. Call than the actual company. There's a question from one investor that says, "Since the WWF and Playboy have the same demographic, maybe you two should partner up for a 24-hour wrestling slash soft porn channel." Linda McMahon, presiding on the call, said that probably won't happen. <laughs> the state of these fucking. Have you thought about doing like a soft porn channel that I, that week that they can watch all the time?
2: <laughs> Damn, it's not like
0: today's press conferences, is it? No, Jack Atkins going, congratulations, Orange Cassidy, on your half or victory. Oh, that one blokey.
2: <laughs> do, do you have any issues with people taking wrestling seriously? Because I do. I take wrestling seriously. <sighs> fucking hell. <laughs> which, which was that? That was one of the WWE ones. Oh, I remember that fucking of, uh, Clash the Castle.
0: Oh, I don't remember that. I, think I,
2: standing the that guy. <laughs> I laughed and cried at the same time.
0: It was, I think it was at Money in the Bank with some bloke at Astro Blades. What do you reckon the new West Ham signing? Fuck off, mate. Okay,
2: that was funny. I don't know, that's all. It was Mark Madden. It was Mark Madden. Oh, I forgot. Um, so during Puppet versus Teo, who had a lot of matches during this period, they were very popular. Um, Mark Madden over the thing said, If one of these dudes dies and we need to cremate the body, I've got a Bic lighter in my pocket. <laughs> big pop from the crowd as well like
0: see that's it the rest is bless them having a match and there's just Mark Madden going lol short put me right off Uh, back to the Q&A from the Investor Call one person was asked uh, other than increased revenue has the purchase of WCW benefited the company in any way Linda McMahon said basically the tape library uh, and yep. and Dave going well. They've not done anything with it so far, so I don't know what they'll do. And then the network is born many years later, many many years later. Uh, and then one investor called just to congratulate Linda on becoming a grandmother. She then had to explain that Stephanie being pregnant was a storyline and a ruse <laughs> that Steph was playing on Triple H. <laughs> fucking um, state of your investors, lads. <laughs> That's fucking great. I can't believe that uh, he lost Linda. That- Congratulations! <laughs> I love that it's Alvarez!
2: <laughs>
0: I hear you're going to
2: be a grandmother. <laughs> a grandmother!
0: <laughs> you're going to be a granny like Granny. Hey. hey. That's all the news that is the news. Uh, over to Matthew Gregg, who will now talk us through this week's episode of McDonald's.
2: Oh, another fulfilling slice of oh, wrestling pie to my, get through the hungry my period slice of life. Is filled. It's another live feed. Yay! Yay! With, strangely, The Fink doing the announcing slash shilling for all this, as opposed to Chimmel. so that's nice. That mm. a dark match, Spidelli pinned Fanaki in five minutes The Duddy Dog. Uh, crowd cheers Spike, who has now lost Molly, Holly and Taz in the space of a year. <laughs> it's not them, it's ye. Uh, Sunday Night Heat starts off Coachman comes out For a kid rock song I don't recognise It's about as 2002 As you can get Nintaz With his Cypress Hill theme Sits down with Coach And he tells them The lads are listening backstage And said Coach got Quote The souvenir pop I.E He got the same reaction He came out As when Chimelow Fink says You can buy These Steve Austin bobbleheads Today <laughs> I.E No pop whatsoever RVD pinned Lance Storm at 6 minutes 42 with the five-star Frog Splash. Nice match here with no commentary as their stuff is for the international broadcast. And I don't know why it never shows up here. I think they, the commentators show up and appear so they can say they're live. But because it goes out three days later, it's all done in post in case something happens. Fair enough. Which has happened before. We only hear them during the breaks. Uh, Edge defeats Mr. Perfect via DQ at 3 minutes 53 when Perfect brought steel chair into the ring. Uh, this match was deemed good enough for Edge's DVD, A Decade of Decadence. So, you know, they were scraping the barrel at that point. <laughs> Henning looked like 2002, Kurt Henning. <laughs> uh, Fink hypes up the horrible Steve Austin plush bear. And he then reads the back of the Hardy shirt because it's all like blurry and stuff like that because the Hardy's in leader. So it says three extreme. But it just says E extreme. And oh. Taz and coach laugh at him. <laughs> Test pins the hurricane at four minutes forty-seven <laughs> with the roll of the dice. It's the new uh test. <laughs> hurricane takes his finisher beautifully. So cheers, pal. Taz sees a woman in the front row, <laughs> front row with hair like Bo Derek. Then gets confused as to why she's taking a photo of the fig. <laughs> oh, then Vink says it's the debut of the new Sunday Night Heat intro, just in time for that MTV relaunch as a ton of pyro goes off and everyone cheers. As Rikishi pins Perry Satin at 4 minutes 18 with the bonsai drop. Uh, one month left for Perry, who is now wearing generic black short shorts. <laughs> uh, we get a trail for the Scorpion King as the sets are changed. Lily sings the anthem, but she should have done some cross-promotion and belted out some God smack to help out sales to <laughs> the Scorpion King. <laughs>
0: You hear the saying, I stand alone.
2: <laughs> yeah, and, and anthem. <laughs> I stand alone by the Scorpion King. <laughs> we are at Boston MA, the Fleet Center. Uh we are apparently sold out, so that's nice. So I put here <laughs> Woody Wee, Woody Woo, Woody Woo. We're sold out. <laughs> Oh, never do that again. (laughs) Tough crowd. Is this Uh, on? Testing one. Our main event is Jericho and Angle versus Triple H and Cripple Kane.
0: (laughs) Cripple
2: Kane! (laughs) Ow. Ow! Angle was mean to me last week. The Dudley boys and WF Women's Champion Jazz uh, defeat leader Matt and Jeff Hardy. Uh, Bubba comes out and tries to to announce that because Stacey Keebler has injured herself doing a particularly strenuous photo shoot, she can't be in this match. And it said, Jazz is a substitute, uh, which, fair enough. Uh, however, that's what happens on the proper version. On now, the live the, now feed, if you're
0: watching on the network, this all looks fine, but the, the trained ears amongst you will have noticed that Bubba's tone doesn't quite match, which is something that I am unfortunately cursed with, that I know when something's pre-recorded because you can tell that they're not fighting against the sound of the crowd. The Thunderdome era was horrible for yeah. that. Uh, so you could tell something wasn't quite right, and as Matthew observed watching the live feed version, something
2: did go awry here. Yeah, so Brett, Bubba, Brett, huh. Bubba tries to talk talking the mic, but it doesn't work, and he <laughs> keeps on yelling, give me a mic that works! <laughs> Give me a mic, uh, and so the camera just looks at Stacey Keeper and anybody else who isn't Bubba. As you can hear Bubba yelling, where am I mic? Where, where to eventually, they just do it for like 10 seconds go, oh, this is getting awkward now. Just send Jazz out.
0: They just not have another mic Send for out him. Jazz,
2: send out Jazz. They just have another mic for him. Yes, yeah, it's going to do it. So Jazz comes out and they're like, oh, whatever, we're we'll doing post. <laughs> anyway, we're told Jazz destroyed Molly on Raw and then applied an STF afterwards. Lola dislikes Jazz because she interrupted a wet t shirt contest or something. That's just Lorda's commentary in a nutshell during this point, isn't it, Tom?
0: Uh, Jazz also beat up Molly on Raw, and the way they described it was really weird. He's like, yeah, Jazz attacked Molly with an STF and a DDT. It just sounds like they had a wrestling match. Yeah, right. So viciously attacked with wrestling moves.
2: She gave her a move, and then another move. (laughs) And then she hooked her leg. What a bitch. The women's division isn't ready for this sort of thing. Stop (laughs) having wrestling matches. Lita gets attacked by Bubba, so Jeff makes the tag to come in and uh, take more offense. Wow, well done, hero. Uh, Then we get the same old match these lot have had for years now. Jesus. Um, Ending when Lita does the wazzah to Bubba's balls. Uh, Lita saves Matt from Jazz. Yes, really. And Jazz gets an angle kick out which angle kicker. Oh, I see. A cut angle kick out kick out at three, which is what I mean, which annoys the crowd who thought that was it. But Stacy runs in and lands her long ass leg kick to set up Jazz's Jazz Stinger finisher. As the commentators explain that Stacy had an ankle injury and couldn't wrestle. Ah, thanks, lads. Well, that's it, because
0: you can tell because she's got bandaging around her foot. Yeah. That's the giveaway that So she's she can't into. wrestle.
2: I don't know what the excuse is the rest of the time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think of this,
2: my Tom? Do
0: you know what? As you said, like... It's a standard, very good Hardee's Dudley showdown. Uh, I like the use of Jazz here. Mm. I thought it was good. Uh, obviously, you know, taking Stacy out of the match and replacing with Jazz upgraded the match. And that's just the fact that Jazz is a better race wrestler than Stacy. It just is the case. Uh, I like how Jazz's finisher is a Neil Diamond pun. Ah. Well, thank you very much. In 2002. Well, uh, oh, she shines. Yeah. and hey, Hello, my friend. Hello. Um, love on the rocks. Uh, jazz tried to suplex Matt Hardy, which I thought, I'm sad that she didn't get to do it. I don't have jazz suplex Matt Hardy there. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. But we didn't get it. Uh, f- yeah,
2: fine opener. Fine opener with the same group of people that always just have fine openers. Lovely chubbly. Then Undertaker is shown watching and re-watching his attack on Raw. <laughs> Flair shows up and calls him a bastard. <laughs> Undertaker <laughs> wants a... You bastard! Undertaker wants a response for WrestleMania match. Flair switches off the TV and says, Hey, I was watching that. <laughs>
0: I'm walking here.
2: Flair ejects the tape and then launches it off the wall and says he will get his answer tonight. Untaker ends it by laughing. I put, hey,
0: this was good. I enjoyed it. (laughs) Taker, like, lackadaisical, watching himself beat up on. Probably had his hand down his trousers for part of this before Flair came in. And, ah, Flair ejecting the tape and then hoying it against the wall. You can't do that with an MP4. You know, I like that. I fucking smashed it. I liked it. Flair looked great here. Taker was
2: fun. This was a good bit. Yeah. Short and sweet. Well done. Liked it a lot. Then Cole says during the break, that was a great segment. (laughs) <laughs> and I thought, oh, that's nice. He's giving me a compliment. He goes, yeah, we had no lights, no monitors. We didn't see any of it or hear any of it. <laughs> oh, he's just been a dick. Yeah, Then there's the re-records because his mic died. Um, we then get told, Maven won tough enough so you too could enter the next season and become a WWE superstar. Yeah, that's the right message. All the kids <laughs> want to be Maven. And here's crippled Austin, shades of 1997. It's a bit harsh, that, Jesus. Because Scott Hall busted a cinder block over him. Uh... Well, they did it on his left leg on Raw, but his right leg was taken. <laughs> yes! They did. And I put, what? His left leg. What? His right leg. What? His left head. What? <laughs> no,
0: what's happened is, Math, he put so much pressure on his other leg because his one leg was hurt that he's injured the other leg. Yes.
2: The pain travels.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, then he out, and then he fell on the stairs and broke his other leg. <laughs> <laughs> You should have come out with both taped just to be sure. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Walking like he's fucking shat his pants. And then cane go, hey, that's my gimmick. <laughs> Why is everybody hurt? Stop copying
2: me, I'm crippled Kane. It's yeah. got bastard. the show clip of Maven looking like hot shit, and then there's Austin. Ah, oh, ow. ow.
0: <laughs> oh, me
2: back, me neck, me everything. The end of your interrupt before Austin could say out. And I've put, oh no, is it this segment? Uh, I do like here. It. It's a little bit that they have started doing. The NWO make their entrance. No, 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 no. World order it goes to black and white, and then they're like it goes back to reality. I guess it just bows <laughs> out back to color. Yeah, oh, that's nice <laughs> for the t- Tony Storm. Uh, Hogan points out Austin's right knee is damaged. <laughs> Do you ever get one of those, like, the teddies they had in 98? Where, oh, you're hitting my left leg.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Remember that? <right>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had DDP
2: and we beat the fuck out of
0: them. Oh, you're hitting my bollocks, my bollocks. My Yo, bollocks. bozo, get off my head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that DDP. <laughs> I had to resist the urge to punch him in real life when I saw him when he was in uh, War Girl those years ago. Have you ever been to Build-A-Bear? No. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. When did you see DDP? When he came to uh, Walker in like twenty seventeen, DDP, yeah, came to Walker. Sure, you were there, were you not? No, I don't think I really you remember knew. this. I, like, uh, no,
0: I don't think I knew you yeah, that well in prestigious twenty.
2: Any six suite.
0: I don't think no. I knew you. What
2: was he doing there? I <laughs> think what people were thinking. Fuck, was that a
0: wrestling show there with DDP? <laughs> no, on? it was
2: a, a talk about yoga and Q and A and stuff like oh. that. Dude, it was the first time me going, and I got a taxi there, and this guy was like, "Where well, you off to, mate?" Because oh, I'm going to this event. And he goes. Down that street, I went, yeah. He goes, I don't think there's any venues there. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, I'm a taxi driver. I've been doing this circuit for years and all this stuff. And then we drove past. They went, oh, there it is.
0: Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, DDP, <laughs> man.
2: <laughs> Who booked like, that? Is that, a, is that just a big house? Oh, no, that's the venue. <laughs> yeah, well, people would do that. Like, remember when Chicago like, we're doing Newcastle upon time. We've seen the prices. We are now doing South Shields.
0: That was North Shields, wasn't it? Whatever. Because they kept... Calling, Iran, Iraq, so, what's the difference? Because
2: I, I remember in the video, I kept calling it the North Shields.
0: <laughs> they had bread. They did the North Shields. I hear Osama Bin Laden also hates the North Shields. <laughs> hey, who's from South Shields? Boo! Yeah, they're shit, aren't they? Hey, I've won the locals over. Holy kidding! Uh, 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 it was from Walker. Uh, um, <laughs> so I didn't know. So you went and met DDP. Walker, that thing that Steve Austin can't do. You met. You went and met DDP. Yeah, he was very nice. Yeah. Did you learn about yoga? And did, uh, is it Yoko. That, Yoga. <laughs> you didn't say I yoga. said yoga. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, is it. found the Beatles. A bit of dr- <laughs> Then, why was, yo, then why was he talking about Yoko? Why was he talking about Yoko?
2: Hey! My mate, my mate, my mate, Tom wanted me to ask you, what do you think about the Beatles? Oh, thanks, Bozo.
0: <laughs> Did you ask him if I punch you on the left arm? Do you go, ow, you hurt my left arm? Did you Have you ever been to Build a Bear? <laughs> oh, that's the other side. No, yeah. I haven't. Uh, I went last year, or a year before, got presents from my, my little niece, and I got her a Paddington Bear. I've <laughs> got it. So when you press the button, he goes, Hello, I'm Paddington Bear. <laughs> <That> <laughs> fucking kills me every time I go round. Hello, I'm Paddington Bear.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the dying thing.
0: Best 30 quid I've ever spent. I'm <laughs> Paddington Bear. Oh, it's great though. <laughs> my brother's b place my brother who's creasing, like oh, he just every God. time he feels sad he just squeezes up. I'm Paddington Bear. <laughs> so spot an impression of Paddington Bear.
2: Hello, I'm Paddington Bear. Oh I've not built a bear <laughs> but I've taken apart a twink. <laughs>
0: rollercoaster this podcast Hogan points me. out
2: Austin's right oh yeah down. that's how we got here forgot about that there's no cheers from the crowd because it's Hulk bloody Hogan Um, and Hulk says looks like the gimp is in checkmate alright <laughs> yes he does so Hogan is going to head to the back to film his own epic saga to deal with the rock shades of 03 I guess uh, so Hulk calls Austin a beer drinking redneck and they show the clip of his Left leg getting injured. Austin threatens to walk up the ramp and get them both I think he's gonna do more damage to Austin than them. Hall and Nash laugh badly at badly walking Steve. So Austin heads back down the ramp but then Steve pulls something out and Nash yells he's got a gun! It's not a gun. It's a net gun and it doesn't fire. Well, okay. Oh, yeah, before so you we edit the
0: fuck yeah. out of this. For the if you time, watch sorry. this on the network, it actually looks pretty cool. Where Austin mm. just turns around, blasts a net gun, and Kevin Dash goes down like a wounded animal surrounded by the net gun. Like, it looked, they've they, they It's tied it up. It looks great. But to get the full joy out of this segment, you have to watch
2: and hear how it went down in front of the live crowd. <laughs> yeah. So Wobbly Steve Austin stumbles with the... The net gun, I guess that's a technical term. Don't come at me. Let's um, go with a
0: code called a net gun.
2: Ah, it's a gun. <laughs> and it goes like this. And then nothing <laughs> comes out. We've all been there. Com- Comrade Thompson would play an advert right now. And and so they're like, oh, no, what's happening? And see what's in the back? I was like, gets out the replacement net gun. And that one does fire, takes out Nash. In Venice, it does look cool when Nash is in there. But Hall's just like... Uh-oh. <laughs> wow, look, a plane. <laughs> so one legged one legged Steve gets up there. Hall helps by then brawling with Austin and then tripping over the net gun on the floor that Steve <laughs> dropped and falling on his ass before both of them awkwardly hobble away as Austin looks miserable and I'll just put this fucking suck and then Lola goes to the mini break and Laura says well we won't be showing any of that
0: (laughs) what was meant to be I think what's turned out on the network like like quite an interesting bit of telly to watch the live feed version. It's like like chucking out of time at the shittest pub you've ever known. It's just a fucking mess. Austin falls over. Scott Hall falls no. over. I admire, I admire the gumption and the, and the uh, ingenuity of WWF having a second net gun on standby just in case the first doesn't yeah. work. and and that's what that is genuinely that's the sort of shit that separates WWE from everyone else they'd have a second AEW would not have had a second net gun ready
2: (laughs) WWE had a second net gun ready just in case fair fucks to them you know if this had happened on Nitro in 2000 WWE would still be showing clips of it to Mm. this day so but just be, saying.
0: But because the because you know, history's written by the winners, we've never seen yeah. this again until now. Yeah,
2: this is the crap interview that I remember
0: <laughs> in 02. It does look far better on SmackDown than it does
2: on the live feed. It, it, I don't even think it looks that good. I don't think it looks too bad. It's a bad idea. It's a terrible a idea. An gun.
0: An gun?
2: What are you doing here? Austin's like, I don't want to look weak. All right. Uh, what will you do? Can I kill both of them on SmackDown? <laughs> No, we need them for WrestleMania. Do you really? You don't need Hall. Well, you know, all right.
0: This has been such an interesting bit of creative for Steve Austin versus the NWO, where we've seen Steve Austin kidnap Scott Hall and wheel him around a venue. We've seen a cinder block broken on Austin's wrong leg, and now a net gun is catching Kevin Nash. Where do you go from here? They look, I hope he puts a bear trap out next week. Yeah. Bird seed. Oh, boy.
2: <laughs> Nash, (laughs) I love birdseed.
0: Fucking a string of birdseed to a a fucking Acme NWO catcher. (laughs) Fucking Austin running away from the NWO paints a wall, paints a tunnel into
2: a wall. This is a big red uh, (laughs) toothpick. (laughs) Hall, that's no toothpick. That's a TNT stick. (laughs) Gaggle. As as he's chewing on it, like it's sparkling.
0: (laughs) Hey no! <laughs> I've changed my mind. This is the best
2: <laughs> <few>
0: <laughs> Steve Austin has. You know how how when you're going hunting for ducks, you've got one of those um, quackers that
2: <laughs>
0: He's got one. That just goes. Hey yo! Hey yo! Oh, Scott Hall must be over there. Brother, brother! Oh, Hogan's with him too. <laughs> oh my god what am I doing over there bedyington
2: <laughs> Ah, oh, my favourite bear is also <laughs> with them. I know it's him because he's badly saying his name
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love buying presents that my mum and dad then look at me and go you're a prat you
2: are <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: I'm bedyington bear if
2: you thought these jokes were bad uh, <sighs> tobacco is wacko sponsors are you ready Rob Van Dam winning on Raw. (laughs) It's great, at it? Oh, but someone's taking the piss. Not RVD's piss, (laughs) that's for sure.
1: Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental
0: wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. And use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may
1: apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Millions of people
0: have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom
2: And there we go. Oh, thank God the show is saved. The big show versus IC champion William Regal in a non title match. You may know this one.
1: Mm-hmm. Regal waves
2: at Lawler. Cole is mad. Not as mad as Hungry Show, who does not appreciate Regal's comments he made about him. Show batters. Show. What? No, Matthew. Show batters Regal. There we go. As uh, Cole says he's so mad he could bench press a Volkswagen. Wow, that's pretty mad. You can tell they're turning a corner on Big Show because I think six months ago they've gone, he's so mad he could eat ten burgers. Burgers. New mad fat show annihilates Regal as Lola says there's no excuse to Austin firing a gun at people and says Lola and Cole could be next. (laughs) Regal gets the nooks and twats show, who's then KO'd. But he's so KO'd he bounces off the ropes and splats Regal for the one, two, three as Willie does the arm-filling, oh, no, as he re- realises what's happening is a big, fat show, like, just plummets towards him. We talk about how this show is like uh, like Acme, like the, the NWO Steve this Austin thing. 100% Acme. It's
0: beautiful. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. And it's all Regal's idea. Yeah, Regal keeps on trying to remove the KO'd show, but he ain't moving. This is one of my favourite match finishes ever. It's fantastic. And Regal Please about, go and check this out. Regal Big Show. It's gonna be a gif, a video, or whatever, a clip. He talked about it on his podcast,
0: did, did Regal. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in amongst the, the, the left turns and the scenic routes. He talked about this. And it was just, he said, like it just it was just the idea that he had to have Big Show slowly fall on him. Just go and just act like a, a, yeah. a monolith is about to drop <laughs> on him. A oh, like hook at the end of hook. <laughs> yeah, it fucking is. It's the yeah. crocodile tower. Ah. No. It's fucking fantastic. It is. And I completely agree with math.
2: It is possible one of the best endings to Smackdown. Wow, and just buried here amongst this weirdness, uh, because the next segment is, Booker T is waiting to hear back from the Japanese hair people. And he says, he's practicing his advert, uh, yo, Japanese people, what's a deal with your nasty-ass hair? Just because you know kung fu doesn't mean you know shampoo. We then turn the camera to Tajiri with posh director hat. Who says, that's offensive. <laughs> Booker says, hey, I wrote that myself. And Dajiri says, why are you, Booker T, insulting Japanese hair when his hair looks like, and I'm going to just put here, like, make, make sure you emphasize Dajiri saying this, Matthew, uh, book wheat on crack. <laughs> I'm not nice. touching that one. Um, no. Yeah, anyway. Uh, let's, let's leave that. Crowd likes it. <laughs> oh, that wacky racist <laughs> Dajiri. Dajiri. <laughs> The way out, wacky racist. And uh, Jericho cleans his title belt.
0: Oh, and before oh, you get sorry, to the, before Bob, you get sorry. into that, uh, so begins the WrestleMania story arc for Booker T, involving shampoo, which we will touch on again later. And I'll tell you the hilarious way that this legitimately pays off. But we'll do it before mm. we get to Mania. Oh,
2: yeah, stands head and shoulders above the rest. Ah, of Ah,
0: he's park. done him. <laughs> he's
2: done him. I'm getting the chokes in before Tom gets a chance. Hee <laughs> hee. Then we cut to Chris Jericho cleaning his title belt and Stephanie telling him that he should be having someone else do it. This is the new tag team, uh, Steph and Jericho. <laughs> Jericho reminds her he beat up Kurt Angle on Raw. And Steph's like, you're teaming up with him tonight. So what? Steph tells the uwu champ, uh, "Oh, you better have bought her the oh, proper lotion. No. And Jericho goes, of course I have. Here it is. But it's the wrong type of lotion, you idiot. And Steph gets mad, and she makes the WrestleMania main eventer go and get the proper stuff. Jericho gets ready to threaten her, then thinks about it and goes out. Lola asks Cole if this is what happened to Enron. <laughs> yes, they didn't buy the right hand lotion. And I put, he's good when around. He's good when he's not around women. In brackets, Lola Jericho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. The <laughs> UW champion, Tom. So it begin. Now, Jericho's very much, uh,
0: more than I realize, Jericho's leaning into this, like properly. Like he got straight, like face to face with Steph, like he was going to look like, do it's like, do you know what I think? I think you're right. I'll go and get it. Like, so I, weirdly for that reason, I don't hate it as much because I think Jericho is very aware of what he is here, and it is just a bitch of a champion. I'm just sad that he is a bitch of a champion. Oh, cause if he could have been a mid-card, you know, this would have been a really great spot for, like, a mid-card heel to be,
2: like, Steph's bitch. If Maven was uwu champ, it, I wouldn't but mind not, as much.
0: Yeah, but not even, like, an uwu champ, like, to have somebody in that, like, have, like Christian. This would have been a great yes. spot for Christian to be, like, Steph's lackey. That would have been a really nice... And he would have had some fun with that and done it with it. But I think it's the fact that I'm not against the idea of Steph having a wrestler that runs around and does all the Ruminio work yeah. for her. Uh, I'm just sad that it's a guy who is headlining WrestleMania in three weeks' time. That's where the problem has always
2: been. <laughs> you know? That's where the problem has always been. Yeah, I hate these. <laughs> yeah. This is the period of wrestling where I'm like, just not vibing with this like I used to. And this is one of the reasons. I don't want to see Jericho as the World Heavyweight Ooh, champ. Game Stephanie's lotion. No. Anyway, Colin Lawler practiced their hype for Drowning Pool's official theme for WrestleMania X8: Tear Away. I've put that's the WrestleMania theme? Mm. I have no memory of this song, and I've seen WrestleMania X8 like three times.
0: I'm tearing away. Nah. Any things are falling, Good. I can't seem to make them stay.
2: I don't yeah!
0: care about- And faster, you can see the And then as you rightly went, I don't care about anyone. Oh, that else it? For me. it goes into that. I oh, I thought you were
2: taking the piss and doing I don't care the... about anyone. I thought you were legitimately doing tear away the, those words to other drowning pool songs. No, no, that is one, one drowning pool tear song. Away. Two, <laughs> tear, tear away. Two. Tear away. Three. Like oh. <laughs> look at me. You can see, understand, I'm gonna tear away.
0: <laughs> Sadly, though, no, this isn't the Andrew oh, WK album. All three album. their songs. This is Andrew WK's uh, seminal album, "I Get oh, Wet." Oh, that's
2: mean. No, no, no,
0: no. I oh. say that with love. I fucking True. love that album because Andrew WK knows exactly what sound people like, which is boom, bam, 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 ba, 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 And he goes, "Here is it, eleven times with slightly different yeah, words." Yeah, yeah. Fucking yes, Andrew WK.
2: Yes. I loved him for that. If the lads from Home Alone were taken out, not by a falling tool chest, but by a piano going down the stairs, it would sound something like an...
0: Fucking great. (laughs)
2: Love it. Yeah.
0: Where do you stand on WrestleMania theme songs in the modern era? Because they've leaned into The weekend over the past few years... That's kind of become, they've become WWE's favorite band in the last (laughs) few WrestleManias by using different, but not really appropriate weekend songs. You know what,
2: given the fact that these events are (coughs) mega events and they last the weekend, ha ha ha, Mm -hmm. I don't mind them per se because they're not, what's the word? They're not that heavy. They're not that out there. So they're quite mundane and they're not divisive. They're quite popular. No, I just mean how the song sounds like Mm. they're not. That heavy or like involving, they're quite ignorable. Seeing as you're going to be listening to them a lot, I'm all right for that. Yeah. Because that's either be that or really popping catchy, like uh, red light, green light. Um, because there's no fucking way you could be listening to Tearaway or mm. fucking Saliva or fucking Nickelback or Huber Stank, whatever. I'm just running out of bands now. Um, Raging the speed horn. If you can't, uh, all the rest you, like like <laughs> nineteen <laughs> times. No. If you can you can't say Limbiscuit
0: my way. But what's your favourite Mania theme? Uh, but you can't say Limbiscuit my way. B- 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 big time. Oh, bro, we're all bro, partners bro, in crime. B- 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 big time. time. It's a similar note, I would, vote, I would vote for the Peter Gabriel big time that they used the big year before. Time. I'm on my
2: way, I'm making it. I like them using big Peter time. Gabriel. That was nice. I sort change of changed your face. You should have kept on doing it. Peter Gabriel. The weekend with their song, Big Time. <laughs> I just kept using Big Time yeah. over and over again. That'd have been uh. fun.
0: I do like the fact that the weekend for years became WrestleMania theme songs because it meant that I was on BBC Radio on WrestleMania weekend playing the soundtrack to beat WrestleMania yeah. that weekend. So it was just like people who would watch us do live reactions to WrestleMania, then put BBC Newcastle on and be go like, oh Tom's playing the Mania hey. theme. Fucking get it. Like, yeah, damn right. I have it's
2: anyway. been a big time. Here comes Maven and hey. his hardcore title that he beat The Undertaker for. Uh, and he is defending it against Goldust. Oh no. Cole hypes up Goldust as bizarre, which he must be confusing for bored. (laughs) Goldust immediately lands the butt-butt, then lands the (laughs) bin-lid-lid. Maven gets slingshotted into a corner bin, then Goldust holds on and lets him suck into his knees before following with a forward suplex. Goldust is working harder than Maven did with RVD. Bloody hell. That's horribly typed up. Goldust working harder than RVD did with Maven. That's way better. Way better, Matthew. Better. Better. Goldust takes forever to use a fire extinguisher. So Maven, on the floor, sneakily presses the button, or pulls the thing, whatever, and sends it spraying into Goldust, with Maven rolling Goldust up for the win. Nothing-ass match with a nice crater finish. Crowd pops for Maven winning, but not Maven's entrance. Huh. Fair enough. Uh, And afterwards, Undertaker rolls out on his mobility scooter to beat up Maven some more, but Al Snow pushes Undertaker away and saves his lad. And it's a match, with the referee inexplicably ringing the bell with Undertaker on the outside, but whatever. Was
0: it more they were ringing the bell to go, come on, everybody, calm down? No, no,
2: no, because then the referee rings it for real because he remembered how wrestling works. (laughs) So so does Al, as he gets clotheslined in the corner. Undertaker gets a chair, but spends too long yelling at someone for not supporting the cops so Al gets the chair <laughs> and absolutely caved Undertaker's skull in before pinning him clean with a snowplow. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who are you kidding? Come on. To Al's- be fair, Al got some shit in on Taker here. Yeah. I was fucking buzzing. He did before Come taking on, a him on the outside. And then Ric Flair with a lead pipe from Undertaker's... What have I typed here? Undertaker's Scooter and Co. Hello. (laughs) Mate. Smash Undertaker daft with it. Call this what it is. Ric
0: Flair kidnaps Pipey.
2: Oh, my God. Ric Flair Flair fucking kidnaps Pipey.
0: No, Undertaker. I'm not doing this. I can't control this.
2: Her and Lacey Onions, whatever the fuck (laughs) her name was.
0: Shirley Onions.
2: Whatever. She's not real. (laughs) Shirley Onions. She needs
0: a pipe and my (laughs) psycho. Shirley Onions my psychiatrist keeps saying is not real (laughs) can you see Shirley is Shirley Onions in the room with us now Tom
2: (laughs) no but Pipey is (laughs) and then follow Pipey Flair gets a mighty (laughs) promo staying off Undertaker touches one of his mates again he doesn't care if it's at home or at church Flair will come for him because Flair is still the dirtiest player in the game and before we go to break we get a lovely shot of Undertaker grinning despite being in pain what a nice little bit of This segment. was fucking brilliant. I loved
0: this. Flair bobbing to the ring, kidnapping Pipey, battering Taker, and then doing the doing the least obvious wrestling thing and going, you want an answer to your challenge for WrestleMania? No, I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> if you fucking touch my mates again, I'll batter you. And chucks the, And that's why Taker's smiling because mm. he's like, "Oh, okay, i get it up the ante now. Bring it on. And he really fucking does. Uh, I, I loved it. I really just, I thought this is a, Again, Flair's just had these flashes of brilliance uh, since, like, now he's getting a bit more into the mix as a as a character on the wrestling, yeah. as opposed to the boss. Like, I've really enjoyed it. So, more of this, please. Thank you. Yum, yum, yum. R.I.P. Pipey. R.I.P. Pipey. <laughs> Be- <laughs> beating up your creator in no, that no. way.
2: Yeah. Good job here. Good Apart job. and Goldus, Who stinks? <laughs> uh, Stacker Two presents Fat Burning. <laughs> Billy and Chuck <laughs> attack the APA at the Friendly Tap. So the gays are here <laughs> to defend their titles against the APA. But wait, wait, the APA are the number one contenders, but they don't want to wait until WrestleMania. They just want to batter the gays. So it's a non title <laughs> match. No, it's a title match. Or is it title Fuck match? Fuck Mania, they're it's doing a it title now, title match, basically. but they're number one contenders, but they're not waiting for WrestleMania. But this isn't that match.
0: No, this is, this is their, I think this is their Mania match. They're just having it now. Because oh, the Mania match is different.
2: Oh, It's just because, they don't want to wait until WrestleMania. Yeah. Well, usually I hear that and it's just they don't even care about like it being the match they want. But, okay. No, they literally gone like, we'll have our tag match on SmackDown, oh. please. Oh, okay. Fuck waiting three weeks. We're uh, going to beat these two up now. That says, the tag division isn't dead. Stop saying that. <laughs> the ABA surprisingly hit their version of the reverse 3D that the Duds used earlier tonight. Damn Ooh. it, d Crowd is dead for this one. Sided beat down until Billy hits a Famouser. Attempting to turn Chuck over without Teddy seeing it, but Teddy sees it and ignores it, and the crowd doesn't give a shit about it anyway. It's been one great segment, then one shit segment this week. It's like Star Trek movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and apparently that was the finish as well. Wow, I that really was wasn't into this. That was that it. That was it. So mm. the gays win.
0: Bit of a nothing match, but we will get a title defense at Mania, but they'll they'll chuck in a few other tag teams.
2: I'll give you a guess as though. Yeah. They've realized, wait, we can't do the APA versus the gays at WrestleMania? <laughs> that can't be at WrestleMania? <laughs> that? Ooh. We'll do it on SmackDown instead. That'll go really well. Oh, crowd didn't like that. That's oh. <laughs> that bullet. Backstage, Maven is dead.
0: i <laughs> rip. So Maven. Golden. Maven's in the, in the medical room next to Pipey.
2: R.I.P., he was not tough enough. Alright, <laughs> Pipey. Golduz sneaks up on him and pins Maven because the hardcore title is twenty four seven again. Wait, since when? Or was it that no one dared attack Undertaker when he had it? that's what it was. Ah, okay. I'm all right with that. No one
0: wants to fuck with Undertaker. So like, yeah. Fuck with Maven. have Have it as long as you like. I'm really sad that Goldust is so unbelievably generic in this current run. Like, you could put anybody in that role that Goldust is doing. He's doing nothing of any... The last Goldusty thing he did was those promos going, oh, I'm going to meet the one on Monday, and it turned out to be Van Damme. Not everything else, you could have just supplanted anyone in this role. Oh, I'm going to suck badly in the oh, ring
2: tonight. Oh, I'm going to have a shit match tonight. Goldust, 2002. Goldust, going have a shit match. Wait till like <laughs> I get electrocuted, then things get much fucking better. Star ratings, quite <laughs> frankly, I don't give a damn. Gone with the mid.
0: <laughs> Gone with the mid! This, Play the outro, we're fucking done. This match Go. will not be stellar, <laughs> stellar. <laughs> this match will not be a you to a kill. Mm. <laughs> Really don't like me on the podcast, right?
2: (laughs) Where did that come from?
0: Because of gags like that, (laughs) people. (laughs) Because the anti-joke. It's It's the anti-joke. In this realm, like people are like, "Fuck yeah, this is the shit we're paid for. Give us more of that, Daddy. I I know my level. I know where where I fit and where I belong. And like." I'll do the podcast if we're short, but I promise not to burden it as often as I can. I mean, people who listen to this are cool as fuck. The coolest fucking people listen to this. you they're all look. gay. <laughs> You're all gay.
2: I've seen your messages. I've, you? I've,
0: I've seen more than your
2: messages. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, you, you told uh-huh. me to share them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway. As if these bits weren't uh, wanky enough. So, so Colin been... Lawler, I... shill. Oh, yes. Um, as if on UPM. <laughs> and shill it like the old who's on first skit. <laughs> oh, the show As If what's the name of the show it's called As If <laughs> As If is an American comedy drama adapted from the British TV series of the same name which aired on UPM from March to March it served as a mid-season replacement for Roswell aired on Tuesdays on UPM after Buffy uh, the cast included Emily Curry who portrayed Suze in the original UK version uh, the series was part of the <laughs> network's TV uh, evening 9pm slot which blah, blah, blah. it got cancelled and um, like, I've never heard of the UK version of As If. Yeah, it was a show from, I think it was on, I want to say it was on Channel 4,
0: like late night in like the mid-90s. Doesn't ring any bells whatsoever. It was a very mid sort of ad, young adult drama type right. thing. And I'm not surprised America had their go at doing it because I love when America tries to yeah. take a British institution and, and do their, do their have, have, give it the old college try. Oh, I, I watched recently, I think I might have talked about it on here, that uh, American pilot of the Vicar of Dibley. <laughs> I didn't know that happened. Starring. Instead of Dawn French, they got Kirsty Alley. Okay. It's fucking bad. It's, what, I'll send you the link to it. A small,
2: how's a small town work in America? It's like, with a small population of half a million. <laughs> it's like... How the like fuck is that. Even the fucking farms are got they've like... They've somehow done casinos. it.
0: They've somehow done it. Like a little church, God-fearing village okay. in America. In backwater America. And they, they kind of merged two or three different plots of different Vicar of Dibley episodes together in one. And like it's weird hearing some of Dawn French's lines coming out of Kirstie Alley's mouth. Wow, very odd. I went through. Uh, there's a couple of great like American pilots on um, on YouTube at the moment. There's the Only Fools and Horses one. Oh God, really? It's fucking bad, mate. Oh my God, it's dreadful. Have I not told you about it? It's dreadful, mate. But what year was this? I think I want to say like only a couple of years ago. Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, I start, it stars, right? Playing granddad. It's fucking Christopher Lloyd. Wow. Yeah, a heavyweight for it. And they still went, this is shit. Mm. They, they, it's, so it's, it's, it's they're the trotters. They're still called the trotters. And it's and, uh, Donny Trotter instead of Rodney Trotter. But Delboy is in it. And they've got a Wheeler Dealer mate in the pilot episode who sorts them out with a monster truck who's like, yo, man, I got you this motherfucking monster truck. Hey, man, cheers, Trigger. <laughs> No, you're not Trigger you fucking maniac oh. like it's a young guy called Trigger <laughs> yo what's up I've got your fucking monster tr- Sharp, America you're doing it wrong
1: oh.
2: <laughs> it's dreadful mate I like the uh, Red Dwarf USA uh, pilot one because they asked permission to include it on the DVDs and they went Oh, it's going to cost this much. We'll just use clips instead. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> obviously, you talk about how it doesn't work in translate, etc., etc. But it does feature a really good joke, where obviously Red Dwarf, the idea is, um Listers and suspended animation for three million years, and wakes up, and obviously there's stuff happening. But like in the original UK show, they find Crichton unrelated to anything a few series into it. Yes. On this, obviously, he's there straight away. Um, it's paid by the dude from the it's Robert Llewellyn, yeah. The run, yeah. But they go and goes. So, you have to, wait, he's been on the ship the entire time? So, obviously, that's different than the UK one. So, they just find this head on the shelf. And he goes, and you've been on this whole time? He goes, oh, that's right, sir. He goes, what have you been doing for three million years? And he goes, I kept myself abused by reading that sign. And he looks <laughs> over the sign and says, don't run. <laughs> oh, hey, that's a good joke. Obviously, they can't use it in the, uh, the UK one because so it doesn't make any sense. But, anyway, um, the jury talks on the phone. Uh, Daphne from Frasier is Holly. I thought I shut that, that in. Real, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, God. In the pilot, in the American pilot, it's Daphne from Fraser? Okay, they all look like Americans. Yeah, no. I know. talks on the phone to what Booker T thinks is the Japanese shampoo people. He tells them that he's going to be their spokesman. Sayonara, says Booker T. tells the person on the phone that Booker T's a jackass, says I, I guess the idea is Dejuri just says funny things and can you know, we do that twice a night? Oh, man. And then we see Hogan's Saga. Oh, we don't see it. We hear Colonel talk about it. During the break, Cole asks if JR is asleep and we hear Lawler do an impression of JR saying, no, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> do we see this saga Yes. Do not? So, I see it on my version. So
0: on the WWE Network version, we do see it. It is a full video package that starts on the birth of Hulkamania mm-hmm. to the soundtrack of Real American. Mm-hmm. It documents his run into the WWF all the way up to like WrestleMania 9. The music changes. And Hogan goes, you fans threw me out of the WWF. And then it cuts to him signing to WCW. And I believe this is one of the first times they've used WCW footage mm. properly. So we see Hogan coming down, the, go, going through the streets in the red car yeah. with the ticker tape, walking out on the set of Nitro, doing all this. And then you don't get m- much of that. And then you get the leg drop on onto, onto Bash at the Beach. Mm-hmm. It cuts into the NWO footage of Hogan. A whack a hey, hey. As all the spray painting NWO on. People like why be good when you could be bad and civilized? Ah, and then uh, it cuts, it changes up to footage from No Way Out. The poison is here. It shows them battering the rock, running the truck into the rock, smashing the cinder block into Austin's foot, spray painting Austin. And then it sort of inexplicably cuts to like Hogan, like good guy Hogan stuff from across WWF and WCW, but it's set to American made. He's American-made. Oh. Like, whoa! This is on WWE. This was the rip-off of mm. real American that is now canon. It
2: was the better song, damn He's it.
0: The better, he was born. All that other stuff in the U.S.A. That <laughs> one. American, <laughs> American, And then, and then that sort of crackles and bursts and bleeds through, and then it becomes whacka hey hey N.W.O. Hogan. So it's a really good video package oh, that tells nice. the entire story of Hogan. Almost runs the risk of baby facing him a bit. Because it shows you this guy's a fucking icon. What I love is though that earlier in the night, Hogan was like, Well, I'm working on this spectacular saga. So I'll let you guys sort out Austin. I'm going to go finish it off. And I've just got this image of Hogan like hunched over a laptop using like Final Cut Pro. Going, Oh, brother, I've got to cut this down because the music's bleeding over. (laughs) Why didn't I fucking install After Effects? (laughs) Don't play, store for time. It's encoding, brother. (laughs)
2: <laughs> love the idea he's right. videoed in full gear <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: <he's> still...
2: <laughs> Sing along the song still oh, in all should, of his I should let like Drop Savage just as that <laughs> 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 drops
0: this was really good though I, I encourage you to seek it out anything from that it's just a really nice video package about Hogan and it tells like the full story even with the WCW the WCW departure and everything mm. and they you know they, they leave no stone unturned it's very good well that's nice Like, I think a reminder for new fans, this is who Hulk Hogan is, by the way, in case you needed reminded. Yeah,
2: and I think you're saying, oh, there's a danger of turning Hogan face. Nothing can stop that at this point.
0: No, but I also like, although although the idea of Hogan being hunched over a laptop editing this is funny, the fact that it's Hogan saying, I'm putting this together, I think is right because the idea that Hogan's come into the system and he's a bad guy and like, He's gonna he he you know, he's propaganda in his own thing. So he's like, I made this package all about me and Vince has green lit it, so I'm gonna play it, brother, brother, brother. I've cleared it. So that kind of adds to it rather than what WWE might have done in years later of just gone, here's a bit about Hogan. Like, no, no, no. I like the idea that they just say that Hogan Hogan sort of sanctioned this to be made about
2: him and he signed off on it. It's very good. I like it. Uh, Booker emerges from the back as Lawler tells Booker to stay away from the fire. He doesn't want to end up like Michael Jackson. That's a reference out of nowhere. He,
0: really. Has he been burned by. Uh... No, no,
2: Michael, no, no, I know what it was. Michael Jackson obviously had that yeah. incident when He was filming a Pepsi commercial. But like, what's that going <laughs> to do with anything? <laughs> just, just um, pop reference. Then we find out that Wolverine Boots and Shoes are sponsoring this. Come back, Lugs. <laughs> also, the 2002 film version adaptation of the Time Machine book. Which I didn't see. I saw the one from the 60s, 70s. It's the one it with
0: Samantha Mumba in. I seem to remember that we had a lot of them in the, <laughs> the pre-owned DVD draw uh, uh, game. <laughs> uh. I feel like I got traded in a lot.
2: It's the one with Samantha Mumba. It wasn't a terrible film. Yeah, well, people beg to differ. Yeah, apparently. And of course, Booker's opponent is Scotty Too Hotty because look at that hair. He's clearly a rival for this. Mm. Mm. Booker really hams it up here to emphasize his knowledge of kung fu by missing a kick. So we get the Scotty Too Hotty special, going for the worm but getting hit and pinned. But (laughs) as Booker celebrates, we see that Edge is being congratulated as the new spokesperson because he has hair like a lion. Booker is raging. (laughs) Oh, but what a weird feud this was. Ah, then we get a special thing for the crowd. I'm not sure if this is air on SmackDown. As Albert attacks Booker and lets Scotty land the worm for real. Yeah, thanks, lads. Neither of you are at WrestleMania. No, we didn't get that. That was just no, a, st- a, st- a st- little, like little, little treat for the oh, crowd. That was
0: nice. nice. I like and, 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 you know, teaches Booker his role. Interestingly, because he's a WCW guy, and it's like, now remember, you can't look too good against the WF guys right now. We need to bed you in front of the year before anybody knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Um Fun match. I thought Booker's finish combo, I'm going to you know, get into the weeds on this a little bit. I apologize. Because obviously the axe kick would historically be his finish. Mm. But in this match, he does the axe kick, he does the spinner Rooney, and then he does the side kick. Mm. And that's the finish. I wonder whether... WWF want him to have the spin-a-rooney as like a power up taunt mm. for doing the big move, ala a people's elbow. How it has the. Elbow I wasn't sure off if he did it.
2: this just because of the, like ah kung fu shampoo.
0: Possibly we'll that as well. we'll have to
2: see this this interesting storyline about hair shampoo develops.
0: According to Booker T uh, on his podcast, Bruce Prichard first approached him and said, "We want to do uh, a hair versus hair match with you and Edge at WrestleMania." Ooh. And somehow this got turned into a program where they were fighting over a shampoo sponsorship. <laughs> I guess neither wanted to lose their hair yeah, at this point.
2: I, I, you know what, I'm all right. If that's the choice, I'll mm. take shampoo. Uh,
0: this storyline does actually get uh, an epilogue, which not many people know about. Uh, they, it gets an epilogue in the video game WWE Crush Hour, in which that's during weird. the game you can see Edge's hair shampoo commercial. Oh yeah! Using like this, the video game version of Edge, he does a Japanese hair shampoo commercial in Crush Hour. Oh. And so, so if you ever wanted to learn a little bit more about that storyline, there is a, a lesser-known epilogue in the game
2: Crush Hour. Yeah, because they this is. When these oh did you know that these big American stars they go over to Japan and they do these wacky adverts. Ha 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 for a shitload of money apparently. Mm, oh god. Gotcha. And under the assumption that no one will ever see them in the West. But obviously, thanks to YouTube we've all seen them. Yeah, that's
0: I mean it they it was something that was parodied in Friends when Joey right, yes. Joey did him the uh,
2: the lipstick advert yep. for men. Like and it's it's quite a common thing to go mm. over there and make some money. I, I'm not sure what the point of the having a wrestling feud is, but I guess like, hey, that's a thing we all know. They yeah, st- we know. Do st- we care about it? They seems to be overly wacky at the moment, WWF. Yeah. Overly wacky. Yes. But not as wacky as Michael Cole during the break, getting mad at Timmy for making a graphic for a match tonight. That ain't happening. He has to keep on saying it's not happening. It's not happening. And Timmy's not listening to him. So Cole just yells, it's dead, Timmy. It's dead. <laughs> Jesus. What's the match? I don't know. We just hear him go, no, it's not happening. Oh. No, no, Timmy. It's, Timmy, it's dead. Oh,
0: gosh. It's worse voice. than that. He's dead, Timmy,
2: He's dead, Tim. He's dead, dead Tim. Timmy's He's dead, dead Tim. Dead, Tim. WrestleMania moment is the triangle match, at aka TLC 0 from WrestleMania 2000. Mm. It's a nice match and moment, but damn it, where's Bob Buchanan? <laughs> Give us more Bob Buchanan, you cowards. Christian backstage is mad at himself for listening to DDP, who sneaks up behind him. DDP says first, Christian needs to be nice to his fans. So some kids appear. DDP calls, <laughs> makes him smile at them. The kids call him ugly. The kids wonder why Christian, <laughs> Christian's such a loser. Damn it, why did Vincent Mann script this? <laughs> Christian says, "I'm not a loser, but your dad is." Kids say, "Our dad left us." Kick him in the shin and run off. Well, kid, it could have been worse, considering this Christian nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I was
0: going to say this is this is uh, this is ironically, hilariously embryonic. I wonder whether this is where it began. Oh, those that, that kid's dad's such a loser. I'm going to remember this
2: day and not not act upon it for twenty years. <laughs> Christian just hates kids. He's so relatable. Uh, <laughs> DDP bemoans how hard it's going to be to retrain Christian to be nice. Christian before, does before instantly smiling and going off camera. <laughs> Christian last week quit. I guess he got better.
0: Yes, I'm raw. He basically DDP has enlisted his services to to help get him back to winning ways, and and done such. It unlocked the ugliest smile in history
2: via Christian's face. It's fantastic. So great. So good. On Monday Night Raw, Stephanie says Triple H has a tiny dick. <laughs> Triple H responded that said and said Steph has a huge vibe. <laughs> it says even a seven four seven would look small if you flew it in the Grand Canyon.
0: My, that was a maths notes. My notes recap from Raw. Steph says Trips has a tiny penis. Trips says Steph has a big fanny. You we need both two lads. The same thing. You away. need two
2: lads to like completely develop <laughs> and envelop. The dynamics of Monday Night Raw. Speaking
0: of envelopes.
2: <laughs> Stephanie interrupts Triple H and Kane backstage. Kane's like, I've got enough issues with <laughs> Linda, bye. <laughs> I'm touching this with a barge pole. Cripple Kane! Tiny dick. Steph <laughs> says her lawyer is thinking of suing for slander. And Triple H says, well, my understanding of the law is you can't sue if it's true. <laughs> Triple H also points out that the 50-50 settlement is fine, considering Stephanie spent last year buying ECW and trying to kill the WWF. That's a good point. Steph says no, because she made Triple H and deserves everything he ever makes forever, ever. Triple H thinks about hitting her, but he doesn't. Well, I've all been there. If the hand fits, you must quit. Yeah. Just more stuff of Triple H showing how cool and sexy and how big dick he is compared to his silly wife with a yeah. huge vag. Wait. <laughs> Lugs of the week is here. Yeah, DJ Lugs. Ah, WF, like a successful OnlyFans account, taking all the foot money. (laughs) Matthew's one good line. Great joke. Anyway, Kane attacked Kurt on Raw out of revenge for Kurt breaking every bone in his body last week on SmackDown. (laughs) So he's teaming up with Triple H tonight to batter Kurt and then push Jericho off the ring apron during his opening pose. (laughs) Kurt gets a body drop and he spends like a good second in the air before slamming and shaking the cameraman who was too close. Good God, man. Bitch Jericho. <laughs> Kane beats up Jericho some more until Jericho tags out to Kurt as Stephanie applauds. Yay. Kane lands the Twilter World, which we haven't seen in ages. Then Jericho and Kurt double team Kane. For
0: this a is bit. the main event, by the way. I don't think you mentioned it. Oh, the main sorry, event. it's
2: the main event. And crowd doesn't really give a damn. <laughs>
0: crowd don't give a damn. Nor did Matthew. didn't mention it. It's Kane. Sorry. It's Kane and Triple H versus Kurt Angle and Chris Jericho.
2: I said it a while ago, but it's been a long time. It's been a while. It's, it's been, been a while. Lot, it's been a lot of Red Dwarf references. <laughs> Triple H makes the tag, and they care a bit more. Your Triple H landing the spinebuster on Kurt. I put, why do that? That's the move that crippled you, you silly Billy. And Jericho accidentally hits Kurt. Triple H tries to pedigree Steph again, but Jericho halts it with a belt shot. But Kurt can't pin Triple H, so he locks the ankle lock in instead. Kane saves him with a clothesline off the top, but Steph chair shots Kane to no effect. So Kane uses the chair on Kurt so Triple H can pedigree Kurt because, yeah, sure, why let Jericho get anything? (laughs) Jericho heads out to Steph looking like a bitch and, eh, sure, that's the end, I guess. Yeah. That's it.
0: (laughs) I just put a very... No refunds! A very TV main event, Trips wins because he's got a big dick. (laughs) What did you remember from Smackdown this week?
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, wow, that's a grim main event, huh? Uh, I remember the Regal Big Show. Actually, there's so much this week, but yeah, I'm going to go with Regal Big Show, which I remember years later, just thinking, oh, that was great, that. God, I I watched Smackdown and think it's the same as the rest of the segment. It's not. I remember the Hogan video because I remember my
0: little 18 year old brain being like oh my God, WCW footage on WWF television despite the fact we've just had the invasion, this still felt special like uh, blew my so that blew my tiny little mind seeing that, that and it's a really nice video package as well all about Hulk Herc Hogan.
2: Uh, what did you forget? Austin' is neck gun <laughs> Just... Wait, what are these lads doing backstage? <laughs> Shampoo commercials. Jericho's a cook. Uh, Steve Austin uses a net gun. Why have we never done that before? Oh, I can think of a few dozen reasons why I've never used a net gun. <laughs> First of all, did you just watch a, like, a James Bond film this weekend or something? A gun that fires nets. Yeah, it'll work.
0: <laughs> Don't look at me I didn't Bucket! it. Uh,
2: yeah, you did. I blame you, Tom. <laughs>
0: Tom's nest.
2: They never break. Most of the time.
0: Uh, I'd forgotten the the great segment with Flair and Undertaker after the hardcore match. Oh, that's match. a good one, actually. Uh, Flair battering Undertaker and going, "No, I'm not fighting you, you prick." Just because I like the, uh, the 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 different the differential of that. Where normally that would be, "Yeah, I accept your challenge. See it WrestleMania, you cunt." But this time it's like, "No, but leave my fucking mates alone." It's great, and it adds more fuel to the fire, and it gets us to a banger of a match at Mania between those two crazy cats. So that was SmackDown this week. What wow, you, what God. are you doing this week?
2: I don't know. After that, man, yeah. I don't know if I'm coming or going. <laughs> it's hard to tell. Some really, some really good bits and some complete shit. Yeah, done up to a very tedious WrestleMania overall. Uh, I will be putting out a new Botch Mania that will be out now. Yay. Woo. Yay. Jokes. Woo, yeah. Um, in preparation for the big old weekend we've got coming up with AE dub and then Survivor Series the weekend after. I was going to be moving into a new flat, but it looks like that's not happening. Not due to any fault of my own. Hey! Matthew did nothing wrong ever in his life. Uh, so mm. I'll just be putting stuff in boxes still, I guess, and filling up. The lovely uh, cultaholic office with more of Matthew's crab. <laughs> it's like a, what about
0: you, Tom? Uh, full gear tonight. Uh, come join Fraser Porter hey, and myself. Hey, oh, it's a, it's uh, Tom's nose. <laughs> hey, full gear. Or as we call it in my house, Saturday. Um, <laughs> come watch it. We'll be watching full gear together on youtube.com slash slash live. I pop my ears doing that. Uh, and then on Sunday mm. on the podcast feed, the third and final part of Punk Vember, Aidan Gibbons has written a dissertation on CM Punk's rise and fall in AEW. We have been dissecting it week by week. It is the third and final part this week. Oh, what happened? Like, oh, he had a rough old time. Oh, did he? Yeah, I had no it went idea. all over the place. I tell thee. So you'll oh. get that in the morning on Sunday, and then in the afternoon you'll get a brand new episode of Matches of the Month with Jack the Jobber on the podcast feed. Oh, lovely. So it's where Matthew, where Jack the Jobber breaks down for the world.
2: Oh God, why does everyone hate me? <laughs>
0: And then once he's done that, he talks about his favorite matches from October. <laughs> That's on the podcast feed. We're waiting for you. Uh, well, they'll be waiting for you when you wake up tomorrow. How lovely is that? I
2: and... we'll say it like that. We're waiting for you to wake up. We're waiting for you. Hello, I... Danny. My fa- it's... <laughs> Hello, Father.
0: Good morning, son. Um, I remember Alex's mom was talking about oh. a TV show that we should watch. Oh, as we I always were, hate this as well. Uh, 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 no, you no, no. We were talking about it. And then, um, and then I said, oh, yeah, we, we'll try and watch that next week. And then uh, to which point she leans over to Alex. We're in a busy restaurant. And she goes, Alex, watch it next week. And I said, why does that sound like a threat? Like, like don't watch the TV show. She goes, watch it next week. As if she's going to come for us with a hammer. What show was it? I can't remember now. Probably Happy Valley.
2: Mothers or... who kill their daughters. <laughs> Mothers who kill their son-in-laws.
0: It's due, to be fair. I am annoying. And for the latest wrestling <laughs> news throughout the day, you can check out ColterHarlick.com. He's at Matthew Greg on Twitter. i Tom Gamble on together. Right, don't forget to
1: join Jesus. us.
2: That was a nice noise. Tom was <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so professional, enthusiastic, and I was just like... <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: we know you said 10,000 times, but yeah, coldholic.com. <laughs> Thank you, yes, AW Full Gear, as Tom calls it. Cocaine! <laughs> wow, white cane, my favourite.